and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 278. God, I'm getting old. I am one of your hosts, <laughs> MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mario Riviera. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Mario, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Dude, you, hey, we got a bunch of news. And yeah, you, we have actually, so much news. The, the important part is you actually care about the news this year, where I'm gonna get <laughs> I get to play grumpy old fixer as per usual <laughs> when it comes to half this stuff. So I'm gonna get to do that. Because sure. you like Indiana Jones, correct? Yes, I love Indiana you Jones. Li you like Star Wars as well, right? I do love Star Wars as well. So, yes, I mean this right. week's perfect for you. I'm just gonna be here. <laughs> I'll throw the balls to you. You can knock them out the park. If you didn't know, my Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com/slash My Xbox and Me, and of course all podcast services. Get us on Spotify. Can get us on iTunes. Can get us on Google. Obviously, Amazon's my favorite because I like to shout out to Alexa. Alexa, play my Xbox and Me. If you're playing it out loud, Alexa, play my Xbox and me. If you've got an Alexa in your house, that's your problem. I'm sorry. Um, and don't forget, you can get the show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, have I got anything else, Mario? Let's just, who are you, Mario? For those who don't know who you are, I know who you are. We've been friends for a while now, but who the heck are you? Uh, yes, I am that Mario Rivera. I'm the only Mario Rivera you really need to know about. Uh, I, of course, work at DualShockers.com under the YouTube vertical. So YouTube.com slash DualShockers, plug, 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 uh, where you will see most of our videos, our editorials, our reviews, previews, but also the thing that I kind of took charge of, which, of course, is the discussions. Um, name will be changed eventually. But uh, <laughs> at this moment, it's the DualShockers discussions, where we it's, it's very podcast-like. It's just I bring on some people. We talk about a topic. We go for as long as we need to. And it's a nice little, you know, conversation piece for people. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much where you'll know me from. Obviously, uh, if any, people here probably saw me on the Kind of Funny Games Daily. Um, been featured on IGN not that long ago. Yeah. And What's Good Games and hopefully other things in the future. Yeah, man. You've been killing it lately, which is nice to see because <laughs> we've had plenty of conversations. Um, and it's nice yeah. for you. You took the initiative. You made it happen. That's People always say it to me. Like, oh, how can I make it happen? It's like you just you just start doing it that's 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 what you do you start doing it and people struggle with that first part always it's the it's the doing part what how did you get the confidence to start doing it you got on ign you got on kind of funny you've done stuff that i feel like it's like me you there's a few other people that i think of when i when i say this which is like we've grew up watching ign kind of funny yeah. all of that can you not bib at the window? Like, come on. Um, like, there's just a <laughs> bunch of, like, I feel like we're, like, next class coming through. So how did you get sure. the confidence to go, hey, I can do this. I can be on IGN and know that you can hold your own along with people that we look up to? I, I, to be completely honest, it was uh, all within the spur of the moment, especially the the way that I got the opportunities to begin with. Yeah. I've been working with DualShockers for about a year at that point. Uh, and, and, and honestly, it, you know, I have to also thank you for very much pushing me along the way in terms of like getting me to be like, Hey, be, be seen by people. Yeah. Cause I felt like that tweet got pushed out because of you. So basically I wrote a tweet at four o'clock in the morning, which roughly would equate to an earlier time for you to see. Yeah. Which I felt helped propel it forward while I was asleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then of course, you know, I woke up relatively, actually there wasn't nothing right away. It was just, I put a tweet out there at four o'clock in the morning. 
and then a week later I, I went I was on Andy's stream and then I talked about hey thank you so much for even considering because I saw he was the only one that I saw like like it yeah he's like uh hold on don't worry and I was like what uh, and then later I obviously found out but basically it was me just writing in the four o'clock in the morning you know having the best ideas <laughs> to be up that late yeah. and decided like you know what I feel like there's a time where we could be represented in this month, especially the time which I did it, which was the Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. Why not? Why not give this a shot and see if someone will, you know, lift me up? And of course, it was Andy Cortez, who or the one who saw it first, brought it to the people at Kind of Funny and brought me on their platform, yeah. which at, in the same week, once my name was announced, that's obviously when people were like, who's this guy? Started liking, you know, following me. And then, of course, obviously, I saw Dornbush saw that. I saw other people have seen that. And then at the same time, had me speak up and I wrote tweet, I you know, uh, <laughs> purely balls. It took yeah. balls for it yeah, to work yeah. because then I wrote to Dornbush. It's like, you know, I love if something happened in PlayStation that day and I was like, hey, you know, I love to talk about your podcast. It's like, OK, cool. I'm like, yeah, great. Got it. And then I did another thing and another thing. And then I just kept going, kept spitballing. So once I did the first appearance, it kind of funny. Then I felt the confidence immediately. You know, the, the jitters already out. I already talked to my, you know, hero at the time, right? So once that fe fell away, yeah. then I was totally fine. I think yeah. for me, it was the interesting part of I did. So I did, um, I did outside Xbox, then mm -hmm. IGN, and then GameSpot. And I feel like it was, you're right. It's that first one that knocks it down. It's like you, and as soon as you, you come out the other end of it, it's like, oh, I did it. And then it seems like everybody <laughs> else sees you as well. And they're sort yes. of like, oh, you did well on that thing. Now you can come and do our thing because you've yes. proven yourself that you can you can hold your own. Clearly, if they're going to have you, you're good enough to come onto this. For me, it was that strange thing of like IGN. Like I grew, I remember I didn't start watching IGN until about eighteen. I didn't even I didn't even know about the video game influencers and press sure, or none sure. of that. I didn't I didn't even think it didn't even click in my head that people got paid to write magazines. Like that didn't even come in my head. So. <laughs> Obviously, I always wanted to do kind of funny, still yet to do it, and one day, hopefully. Um, but it was that thing of like, once I did IGN, I was like, wow, where do I go from here? So it's like, I look at you, and we're talking before, I'm like, where do you go from here? What's next for you? And I'm interested to see what that is, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, it is for me as well. <laughs> um, very much, uh, as of right now, like I, I am the lead here at, at Dual Shockers. I am running a team. That's where the focus has been. But obviously, when the opportunity arises and people see the work that we're doing, I'm eager to see um, what we can go. Again, I, I do want to start developing more self, you know, for myself too, like yeah. more regularly streaming, more maybe working videos on myself. There might be something announced next month you might find Ooh. out. I'm not going to say what, but yeah. if you looked at my Twitter lately, there's a weird header. Um, so we'll we'll have to we'll have to talk about that. I'm not allowed okay. to say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. yeah, there's stuff in the works, of course. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's get into the topic of the show this week. Uh, the one we've all been waiting for: new Indiana Jones game uh. in development by Machine Games. Uh, this one was taken from myxboxandme.com, written by Zyga, and he says, this morning Bethesda shook the world with their most recent video game announcement. Machine Games, a Swedish developer, previously known for developing the Wolfenstein series, will be developing a brand new Indiana Jones title. The game will be in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games, who are currently on the license. Um, blah, 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 blah. Zyga goes on, obviously, talking about Bethesda, Todd Howard, is going to be producer on this where we got a question that came in from yami who says 
What type of game do you want the Indiana Jones game to be? Thank you from at a wild Yami enters. Mario, before we say that, where sure. are your hype levels for a game like this? Nah, this comes with so many caveats that it can go in so many different directions, right? Number one, yes. will it be Xbox exclusive? Obviously, that's why you're here. We love Xbox. That's what we talk about. Yeah. Is this going to be one? Is this going to be one of the? Phil Spencer came out and said that the Bethesda's games will be on a case by case basis, right? Of like titles yeah. that will either live live in the Xbox ecosystem or then come out and go on to Switch, PlayStation, PC, etc., etc. Do you think a it will be technically a first party game by the time they owe them. Obviously the, the, the ink on this deal was signed well before probably even the other deal was even in talks. Yes. So do you think this is one Xbox hold back for themselves and go, Hey, PlayStation have got uncharted, but we have Indiana Jones now. And it's that, it's that tick for tack ying for Yang. Are they going to even be the same style of game? Like where, where are your levels? What are sure. your thoughts on that? I personally want Microsoft to have this as a win so that they can have this sort of exclusive for their platform. Yeah. If it is a Uncharted or Tomb Raider-esque game, because yeah. I feel like they are missing this in their portfolio. Now, is that a Lucas Games initiative of wanting it to be exclusive to one thing? That really depends. Um, however, I think of it in the same way of like when Marvel, well, really Sony, uh, has uh, Spider-Man, right? They have the lock hold on Spider-Man as a character. As I think if they can strike a similar deal or if there is a deal in the work where Indiana Jones could just be exclusive to Xbox and possess the games, I think that would actually be pretty beneficial for the platform. Again, like I said, it's up to Lucas though. We'll see how they perceive this deal. Yeah, no, my thing is, again, I'm not like the biggest Indiana Jones fan, but I do sure. like Un Uncharted. So for me, like, I'm, I'm like, learning okay, that a lot okay. this week, by the way. Not a lot what? of people have seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> I've seen, don't get me wrong, I've seen the films. I'm not like Dornbush. I see he hasn't seen any of them. I'm like, what the hell God, is going yeah. on here? Like, Blessing. I've seen the films. Uh, I just, I was just a bit like, is this really a game series that I care about? And I think initially my mind was like, I don't really care about this. I'm not going to get hyped the way sure. I usually would about something like this. But then I sort of stepped back and was like, well, Actually, if you're going to tell me an interesting story, in, it can be done quite well. And I love Tomb Raider. I've enjoyed yeah. Uncharted. And if you can make it first party, give it that level of polish that it would need, this could be really interesting. It could actually tell a, yeah. a way more interesting story than I was giving it credit for when I first saw the news. My first knee-jerk reaction was, eh, who cares? I don't really care, and but then like you start to you start to think. Like, I remember obviously Tomb Raider, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which was timed exclusive. I remember when that yes. came out on Xbox, I loved it. Um, I think it's probably my favorite Tomb Raider game of all time. Sure. Probably, I'm thinking that. Uh, yeah, maybe I'd have to think about that a bit more. But that's where my mind goes anyway. Would be that game. <laughs> um, it's can it needs to be done right. I think if anything, yeah. even if this is not an exclusive. Obviously, I think this comes in Game Pass, which is already a win, in my opinion. Yes, 100% it's a win. <laughs> like The fact that, yeah, it's a Bethesda game and probably most likely will end up on Game Pass. I think I think 100% it goes in Game Pass. Like I don't feel yeah. like that's something that even hurts the game in any way, shape, or form. Um, what do you want? Do you want a first-person first game or a third-person game? I feel like for indie, uh it needs to be third. It has to be third. Um, I know that obviously machine games are known for making the uh, Wolfenstein games, yeah. which have primarily obviously all been uh, first person. Mm -hmm. But I, 
I can't see a first person one, so it has to be third. You have to be able to see the character. You have to be able to see him wearing the hat. You have ah, to have him mm-hmm. whipping around and like traversal puzzles with the whip. Uh, you have to see him, you know, punching Nazis like everyone keeps saying this week. Yep. Or of course, you know, by the way, Indiana Jones has fought more than Nazis. It could be anybody, but yeah, yeah. if you want to punch a Nazi, sure, why not? Like, apparently he <laughs> only fights them. Um, but, but yeah, 100%. Um, I, it has to be a third-person action game. Um, as long as it's not a cover shooter, I think we're solid. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, that, do you know what? For the Xbox yeah. portfolio as well, we don't need another cover-based shooter. We need. You're right. It needs to be a game that they don't have. They don't have third-person. They don't have. They don't yeah. have. It needs to be. I want it to be super story-heavy though. I want it yes. to be super, super cutscenes looking beautiful, well lit. I want some ray yeah. tracing. I want it. I want this to be kind of. It's, <laughs> obviously, when uh, the initiatives game got announced, everyone got excited because, yes. um, uh, oh my God. Uh, what am I thinking? What's the game in my head? Project. No, it. What is it? Bloody Rare's old title. Oh my god, Perfect Dark. Oh, oh wait, is it Perfect Dark? Yeah, Perfect, perfect Dark. Dark. Jesus, yeah. it slipped from my head for a second there. I get it, no, it was another okay. game that I didn't get excited about. And I'm like, sure. just give me something that I care about, please. And then they showed it. You know, <laughs> they, I'm like, give me something. So I'm waiting. I'm still waiting to find something that I care about. But sure. story-driven, third person. Yes. It has to be those two things. You got super excited when I saw this on Twitter when it came out. What, yeah, what apparently was, I was preparing for this. Yeah, what what got you excited in the first place though? Where I was well, so first of all, go so so basically, I, in December, I randomly decided with a with the lady friend, I was like, "Hey, let's uh, do you want to watch Indiana Jones?" And she was like, "Yeah, smooth." And I was like, "Cool, cool, this works. All right, cool." So we basically watched Raiders, and then immediately she was like, "When are we watching the next one?" And then we watched all of them. We watched okay. all four of them. Yes, there are four of them. Yeah, um, including a TV show. Um, so we were, I ended up prepping for this game before I knew this thing ever existed, and that's why I think my hype level is exactly where it is, is because I wanted more adventures with Indiana Jones, oh, okay. and the fact that I'm going to have a interactive one sounds amazing, because I think that's the really the only re- way you should do it, because I know that we're getting a fifth movie with Harrison yeah. Ford, and yeah. honestly, luck. that guy is a tough son of a bitch, because he crashed a plane and survived, at 70 whatever he crazy man ankle on set on one of these before but, as well yeah something yeah i think he probably broke an ankle yeah exactly um but this man's still tough still doing oh yeah he broke it in star wars yeah oh, he broke it in force awakens okay got yeah i knew it was one of them but uh yeah it's one of them but still he's still tough and while i'm happy to see him in the role i did rewatch kingdom of the crystal skull that was getting a little rough but if you watch any of the older ones, man, they're so great about the actual action is feels real. So I think that the only way to tell continuous stories and the best thing about the Indiana Jones movies is that for the most part, excluding four, yeah. they're all not really tied to each other and they no. could take place in so many different eras. Like you could go in the Temple of Doom era, which takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, yeah. you can go, you can do more with his father and you can do so much more leading up to this character. There's even that span after uh, uh, Crusade where he, he apparently went to war for the, during the Cold War. You know, something. I don't want something, that. Don't so want many war. places. <laughs> I've got Call of Duty. I don't want war. I don't want war. No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Even if it's like he has to stop the Ruskies from like getting something, you know, whatever it ends up being, yeah. you know, to get the idol of some sort. 
Um, but, uh, you know, looking at the trailer that they showed, of course, there was some kind of hints of stuff like with Rome, and but then there was also like Mesopotamian like temple stuff. So I, who knows I feel what like the end we're of gonna doing. move around? I feel like it's not gonna I be agree. The, the map, it being a map and the way it's sort of mm -hmm. I feel like we're gonna be going to many different places in this game. Yes. Which I'm okay with. Like it doesn't need to be one one set place and this is where we are. But yeah, obviously Rome. I'm again the more I think about the game the more I get excited for it because I'm like okay yeah. let me not go in with my my preconceptions of like I don't really care about Indiana Jones let this game show me why I should care about Indiana yeah. Jones and I feel like it's the right studio that can do it because they do have good yes. stories Wolfenstein they I played do. uh New Colossus and I played uh oh what is it New Colossus New Order. and New Order. First Order? Thank New, you. Yeah. New Order. New Order. One of yeah. the two, yeah. Um, I played yeah. those two. Unfortunately, their games usually make me motion sick for some unknown reason. Sure. Um, so that's why I'm praying that this is third person because, again, <laughs> it's like I wanted to continue playing. I just couldn't. I also learned yeah. that, um, is it Anti-Glare anti or something? I think they have on oh, their games. I had to turn it off. Something oh, okay. like that. I remember, like, I was streaming it one time. Motion like, blur? Motion blur is the word I was looking for, yeah. And I was like, yeah. dude, this is killing me. I remember just, like, I need to stop <laughs> playing for a second. This is too much. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, it's... Again, it's that weird thing where Xbox keep dropping these little gems. I know Bethesda isn't with Xbox just yet, but it's pretty much almost done. July, I yeah. think, is when the... the Still gets confirmed or or not confirmed. I don't see why they wouldn't why it wouldn't go through. To be honest with you, um, mm -hmm. so I'm sort of just sat there like, wow, it's another game, it's another series that Xbox have, especially if it's in Game Pass. Even if it's not exclusive, I'm not one of these people that sits is like has to be exclusive, please, or it's not real. I'll take timed. I don't. Even, I don't want time. I don't want time. Time's no. always. Oh no, because I feel like time's always bad for for everybody. It's like you just you just gatekeeping sure. for for no reason. I feel like Game Pass is their answer to that now. Where it's like, do you want to pay sixty dollars or do you want to pay fifteen pound a month? Like, sure, sure. what do you want to do? It's there's so much value in Game Pass, and every time Xbox and Bethesda make an announcement like this, I just go. More value, more value, more value, more value. Obviously, this game's super early. We're not going to be getting this till... God, when do you reckon? When do you reckon we'll get this? What year? I think we'll get it before Starfield. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, think it's, I think it's still uh, it's still within those... Because it's the same thing as those announcements. It's just a trailer. Yeah, you know, Starfield teaser, was just yeah. a trailer. Yeah. Elder Scrolls was just a trailer. If I had to guess, man, I'd say about two, three years, maybe. 2024? I think they, I think they've been working on it for a bit. So I think that, yeah. well, well, yeah. So it, yeah so I, I so. could see, I, I could see so. 2023. I could see yeah. 2023 just because they did, they have teased it. It is a license. You kind of already know what you want to do with it. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I reckon two to three years though. I can see it slipping. I can see delays in our sure. future, of course. Of course. Game development. But yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, more excited than I was initially about this game. Uh, let me know in the emails, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or at least respond in the Discord or on Twitter. Are you excited for this? Do you want it to be an exclusive? What does the game need to do for it to be fun? I do agree with you, though, because you brought up puzzles, and I didn't even think about puzzles. Like, yeah. good, interesting puzzles like Tomb Raider. Again, and I'll, I'll keep comparing it to that. It could be really fun. Like, a lot more fun than I was giving yeah. it credit for. A lot more fun. Moving on, let's jump into what's been in our box, Mario. What have you been playing? Uh, well, since last night, uh, I've been playing actually Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim Ooh, dropped yeah, literally yeah. last night. 
I'm a huge fan, obviously, of the books, the movies, and the game when it first came out. I played it on 360. Mm. I'm pretty positive I have every trophy, unless there was new trophies after the multiplayer stuff that they added afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I remember completing that game like crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm excited that it's back. I played a little bit of the first level, because it's... Uh, <laughs> The one thing you forget about, because after you play it uh, a thousand times years ago, is you unlock everything and then your character's amazing, but you forget that you start at level one and you only yeah. have like the basic abilities and then you have to unlock every level and then mm -hmm. buy some stuff. So that was uh, that was a little bit of a shock because I was like, um, either I'm terrible at this game or this game is not as great as I remember. But no, it's still <laughs> pretty great. Um, I also last night was playing with the six one indie cast guys. Uh, we decided to live stream it on their on their Twitch. And we played through the first level, uh, sadly, three times because the net there were some network issues. Yeah, so I had the same when we played, uh, me and Crush plays Streets of Rage 4. And the exact yeah. same thing happened to us. Every time we get to an end of a level, it'd freeze up or kick one yeah. of us and kick us out of the game. And you're like, it's lucky yeah. this game is fun. Otherwise, I'd be really <laughs> annoyed. Like, it got yeah. like right before the boss. It was annoying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it happens so many times. Yeah, I've got Scott Pilgrim as well. I haven't played it yet um yeah. it's my first new game of the year that came through the inbox of like do you want to play this and i was like do i want to play this i don't know yeah i guess i guess about <laughs> january's a bit dry for games so i guess yeah. i guess i need to play something new but um i installed it the other day i think i'm gonna play it through with Haley because obviously co-op drop mm -hmm. in drop out um, oh yeah Wonderful. so i think the two of us are gonna play it together and uh because i only saw the film for the first time two months ago I sh we watched it oh, in a, we did this called watch along me and a bunch of people and she was like what i don't get this film at all she didn't hate it she just didn't understand <laughs> what the hell was going on like because she's never you never fought defeated all of her evil exes no, Wait, is that something you didn't do exactly exactly Haley's yeah. only been with me she hasn't got any exes so she doesn't <laughs> she can't she can't quite understand the concept of the film uh, you know an ex what the hell Why is, is that? there a girl there you just get yeah. with one person you stay with them for your entire life and that is it okay <laughs> Right. you don't go around no one has people. baggage no, exactly it's like <laughs> yeah exactly nobody has any baggage uh, nobody has any damage damn. see i'm just that amazing guys you don't leave me see there you go there you go that is a gift right there <laughs> <laughs> mama crocodile get on it um <laughs> what, what have i been playing i haven't i do you know what i haven't played actually anything on my xbox this week i've been playing demon souls which again doesn't matter to this podcast and people listening sure. but that game sucks let me tell you it sucks in all the best ways but it sucks but uh, that's all i've been playing like honestly it's just taken up yeah. most of my time i played actually that and i played rust which is coming to consoles oh, okay. it's just it's just got its rating on rust if you've been watching the offline tv stuff at all no no i have okay not, yeah i've been watching their server and honestly it's some of the funniest moments so i started i streamed it <laughs> two days ago that community is so toxic though so i'm really looking forward to it coming to console i am really looking forward to it coming to console sure, is it gonna sure, be as sure. good probably not but i'm looking forward to seeing how hopefully not not so uh toxic the xbox community can be yeah that's not no. gonna happen that's not gonna 100%. happen i got called the m word oh, like 10 seconds in and oh, literally Jesus. went in m word i was like what the hell is this <laughs> but yeah okay cool go on what like, no i'm mexican what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so messed up anything else you remember? i did play tetris the tetris game uh tetris connected oh yeah, yeah tetris yeah. effect connected i actually beat it the, the, the main adventure mode or story mode nice. man God, the, the model mastery, the ah, uh, 
muscle mess. Oh my god, I can't even speak. Muscle, muscle memory, memory <laughs> of just clicking in and but bopping to the beat to that game is so good. And then the last wave is like a ninety wave like gauntlet that you have yep. to do to like this like super techno beat, and it's still so beautiful, so much fun. Probably my favorite Tetris game ever and this is me going back from like tetris worlds from the original xbox i just play that xbox live all the time (laughs) yeah yeah i remember yeah i watched Haley play tetris effect she's a huge tetris fan and she beat it not too long ago she's like beat more games than you this year and i haven't i I was like jesus calm down like come on leave me alone but yeah uh she seems to be having fun with it so good for her it's a great game pass game fix a sack real quick uh, and we got one that says why are you two so cool lol that and what are your thoughts on the medium really looking forward to it or not really from steven sailor you know him the blind gamer i do know we that need to get him on this show yeah. we should get him on one day um we should what you should follow me on twitter sailor no, i'm just kidding oh, damn, he's calling you he's out gonna bully he's you on you he's out. gonna he's bully you on he i think he um, do you know what let's both bully him i'm pretty sure he unsubscribed <laughs> to both my youtube channels the other day Pretty sure. Let's both win. Right. You better, you better resubscribe, right, you Stephen. All right. <laughs> I'll clip well, the sound. I'm sending it directly to you. <laughs> uh. um, well, your hype levels for the media, and that drops the end of this month. So, so I'm a. Uh, You're a scaredy uh, cat. I can see it. In your I face am a scaredy cat. Yeah. I am a scaredy cat. So it took a lot out of me this year to do Resident Evil 4 mm. and to do Resident Evil 7 specific. Resident, Resident Evil 4 7 is not game. scary at all. No, Resident Evil 4 ended up being okay, especially when you get to the later half of the yeah. game where you're just like on a rail cart and <laughs> just fighting the dude in the desert. That was fun. Yep. Um, but no, once you get to 7, though, 7 is not fun. <laughs> the very first couple levels. Um, but once you obviously get the hang of it and you get more ammo, then you're just like, all right, I'm just, I know how to strafe and go through here. Yeah. But um, yeah, so 100% I'm a scaredy cat, specifically like, silent hill scary cat where i'm like i don't want to touch those games those games mm. don't appeal to me in those scary ways i did watch the movie last last year for the first time just to see what it was all about yeah and even then i'm like no i would not survive this world <laughs> um but uh, the medium does look interesting i will give it a shot um i did try their other games like the i believe they did um layers of fear the yeah layers of fear and then i think and, they also did uh blair witch uh, right blair witch yeah i, I did I like played a little witch. bit of the blair witch I didn't yeah, like I st- Witch, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I didn't finish it. I just played until it got scary, and I was like, you know what? This is not the game for me. I don't want to be in the woods. I've, I've been saying it a lot on a lot of podcasts I've been on now, which is Team Blooper. I think they're a great team, but they're one for one with yeah. me. I love Layers of Fear. I thought that game was really well done, um, and I didn't like Blair Witch. So this one, and the level of excitement that a lot of other people have about this game, because obviously because of the technical um ability of what this game is having the same world look different and things like that using the power of the ssd and stuff i'm worried for them that there's gonna have they're gonna have this level of excitement around it and it's gonna let people down because i've got about their sure. games always seem to be walking simulators for for, for yeah. all sensitive person that's what there's no action there's the, i don't know what people are going in with i haven't seen the gameplay i didn't watch the um 14 sure. minute gameplay because i want to be scared and if i see that then i know it's coming sort of thing mm-hmm. um so i am excited to play it i'm interested in it but i'm a little bit apprehensive as well because i'm worried that it's not gonna it's not gonna hit the way i want it to i'm a huge survival horror fan love survival horror, sure. love scary games um but I like a little bit of action in my games, and these games, you need to the the world and the story needs to be really scary to get me. Like Blair Witch just did, and I was just like, 
come on, dude, let's just get through this. Me and Haley are playing. Like, oh, this, this sucks. This is not. This is not what we wanted. This is not what we wanted. Um, sure. We've got a couple more questions coming through. Uh, one for me, which is from uh, Anibus, who says, "How are you dealing with? Uh, how are you feeling, Fix? Uh, dealing with COVID. Hope you're all right. Yes, I'm fine. Um, I'm a lad at today. Today's my first day from my period of not now being transmittable. You know, so in case gotcha. you missed it, I got COVID. It it sucked. Be safe. <laughs> wear your mask. Stop doing unnecessary shit." Like I put on Twitter, I'm so sick of seeing people like, I had to go out, I needed apple pie, which I did. I think that why might be why I got COVID. I'm not going to lie to you. I went to go get apple pies. I'm pretty sure that's why I got COVID. But stop oh, going man. out for dumb shit. You don't need your haircut. Trust me. Look at my afro. It's not good. Let me tell you. Don't need it. Don't risk your <laughs> that's life. That's what hats are for. That's, that's don't risk your for. life. It's not worth it. But yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you very much for asking. Got one more question here that says, bad launches like Cyberpunk, Anthem, Avengers, except are a leading factor i feel like um oh this must be from a different question that i've totally missed oh no feel uh, a leading factor i feel like uh, we are seeing a growth um growing destruct between games and consumers is that really a question this feels more like a statement <laughs> it does feel more of a statement and also uh, there's a list of games there but they all seem a little not the same like cyberpunk yes avengers sure it was content less but i don't yeah. think it was that broken the way that most people said and i thought actually they did, did a pretty good job fixing it i play it I still to the today i agree with you but, There's, but i think Cyberpunk's the thing that people story. i think the thing people forget with cyberpunk anthem and avengers again i played a yeah. lot of hours of avengers and anthem not cyberpunk and i, I totally agree yeah. with you which is my problem with anthem wasn't the game was broken yeah it had long load times um it was content like like there wasn't anything to do in the game same thing for avengers yeah. once i beat through that story and it's a game that you clearly they want you to stay in to grind out gear but you need to give me a reason to grind out gear there's nothing at the end there's no thanos there's no there's no big bad boss that i am grinding to eventually yeah. go beat even if they would have said yeah. in three no months time game. there's nothing there's just nothing there yeah. and that was my biggest problem was with those two games cyberpunk is a different different you're 100 right the game's broken that's why i don't play it i refuse to play a yeah. broken game where i'm gonna log on the game's gonna shut off my xbox or i'm gonna log on and <laughs> bugs and i heard about greg miller trying to get the trophies on it and like oh my having god to go back 30 so... hours into his gameplay all that's so i'm like nope nope i will wait i will absolutely wait i am not in a rush to yeah. play this game i'm sure it will be better. I might even now, I'm sitting there waiting, thinking I might just wait for the uh, next-gen version at this point, and um, I'll get to it then. But I'll, I'm 100% waiting. Like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I I mean, uh, so luckily I wasn't a trophy hunter. I ended up buying it on... Uh, actually, it was given to me as a gift by Logan Moore uh, oh, for Christmas on nice. disc, PS4. A very rare game. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I guess so. You yeah. can't get anywhere else on disc, so I'm happy to have it. Um, but uh, yeah, I ended up beating it, but still, all those risks, right? That it's, I understand where people come from. They're like, they'll even wait till, and if you've seen that like actual roadmap, it's pretty far out yep. there. Yep. Actually, there's no months, but it looks far. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, still, I'm, I totally understand waiting to this next gen version. Yeah. For I, I'm not, I'm, I'm in no rush to play it. I wasn't the, yeah. I wasn't one of the people that was super hyped on it anyway. So for me, it was just yeah. a case of, you know what? I can wait. I've got it. It can sit there now and just wait. 
no problem. Let's get into this week's dashboard. Um, our first piece of news is Resident Evil Village first gameplay revealed showcase announcement um, as well. This one was taken from IGN and written by Adam Banker. Shout out to Adam. Great writer. Uh, a Resident Evil showcase will take place on January 21st, 2021 at 2 p.m. PT, 5 p.m. ET and 10 p.m. GMT. Whoop, whoop, GMT. And we'll give a guided tour of Resident Evil Village, a new trailer, the first ever gameplay, and more Resident Evil news. Uh, this was revealed on Twitter. Uh, also, it will be hosted by What's Good Games, Brittany Bomb. How do you pronounce her last name? Brombacher? Uh, Brom Brombacher, yeah. I did get it right. Cool. And Capcom yeah. shared a short teaser of what can expect. If you missed it, the teaser is out there. Did you watch it, Mario? I did. I'm very, very excited about this, especially everyone memeing the tall lady. I think everyone's having a good time with that one. Yep. Um, I'm happy for Brittany, who uh, uh, me, me and her bonded over Resident Evil on What's Good Games. So mm -hmm. very excited that she has this opportunity. Um, but yes, I'm excited for this game. After playing 7 and going through literally the entire canon from 2, 3, 4, or 5, I played six before and I don't, don't, don't worry about remember. it. Don't worry about it. Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven, which I thought was actually very, uh, for the most part, compelling. So I'm excited to see what story they tell. I remember seeing the trailer for Resident Evil Village and just being immediately viscerally upset by what happens in it. So I'm very curious how that story will play out. Um, as everybody yeah, knows, uh, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Yes, for those who have been asking, because I've been getting a lot of tweets. Am I going to be live reacting to it? 100%. Twitch.tv slash mcfixer. <laughs> Come and watch along with me. 10pm GMT on the 21st. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes. Because we now know... We, we know Resident Evil 4 remakes in the works. That's pretty yes. much been leaked. I didn't look at any other leaks. I just saw that title because I don't want to see any other information on this game. So I'm scared. I saw all those leaks come out. I was like, don't look. Whatever you do, don't look. The game's been spoiled. No. Um, so I'm waiting on that. The thing that's got me more interested, though, is don't get me wrong, looking forward to seeing Resident Evil Village, is I got an email today uh, announcing it's the Resident Evil's 21st yes. anniversary and do I want to join the beta for this online thing? And I'm like, oh no, they're doing another online game. Resistance yeah. wasn't good. Um, no, in the end, it wasn't what, what it wasn't what Resident Evil fans wanted. It wasn't what non-Resident Evil fans wanted. It, it was a pack-in, obviously, with uh, Free, which they seemed to think that was okay, and it wasn't. I'm interested to see what they can do on the multiplayer front. I want a good Resident Evil multiplayer game. Like, I think yeah. I've been screaming it for a while that I want Resident Evil. Um, it's called Resident Evil Outbreak. I don't know if you ever played it on the PS2. I've heard Outbreak of Outbreak yeah, 1 and Outbreak 2, which they are made for online. Like, before, we didn't have online back then, or at least I didn't. Um, I didn't yeah. have the adapter, and my mum couldn't afford it at the time. So I remember playing those games being like, this feels weird. It was clearly designed for an online experience, right? And now I'm praying that this beta, for whatever it is, might be an app like a Resident Evil outbreak, and that would be dope. Yeah. But uh, to bring it back to Resident Evil Eight, um, or oh, sorry, can't call it Eight e uh, Village, even though they put Eight in the title, like idiots. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm very happy to hopefully this be Ethan's story done because I can't stand Ethan. I think he's a terrible character because <laughs> the character's meant to be you. That's the problem when you put a game like this in VR. Like yes. You are the character, so it then doesn't give doesn't give the character any real life, if I'm being 100%. honest. 100%. So yeah, he's not as iconic him. as those other characters. No, I'm looking forward to watching no. Chris murder his wife 
and uh, can't wait to find out why. So really, really, you that know you were upset by that, right? <laughs> me, I, that so was a... my first playthrough, I left her yeah. on the boat. I oh. left her back and I was like, see you, bitch. I don't care. I'm out. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. No, thank you. I'm good. Like, I was like, no, I am A-OK. I like Zoe. I'm saving her. Come on, Zoe. Let's go. Obviously, I've done both. Um, and you can clearly tell the game's like, you sure? You, you sure you want to do that, bro? I'm like, I didn't yeah. want to come to this house in the first place to get her. She tried to murder me how many times? I am good, Zoe. Let's leave. Here's your cure. Let's go. Get on the get on the boat. We're going. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. Uh, but you know, thematically, like the whole point of you going to save her and then for this trailer to begin with her getting capped by Chris Redfield was like, what the hell is happening? Like, what is this like new umbrella? Like, why is Chris involved? Like after even playing five, like there's no way he would be involved in this. So I'm curious. I didn't end up playing into the DLC, so I'm not know if it's oh. explained why he's part of that yet. But, no, no, um, no. There's no. You don't. We don't know. The whole thing was the surprise okay. at the end of seven. That we're like, why is that? Why is the emblem now blue and not red? Uh, the umbrella yeah. one. <coughs> yeah. And all that stuff. So yeah, it's um. Well, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, well, it's interesting. One to finding out. I do love the. F uh, I mean, I do love that the the new aspect of everything and how they're going to sort of tell sort of like these Transylvanian tales with like this castle, these like potentially vampire ladies and this Vampires, werewolf dude. werewolves, it's... Witches, you know, and I think that's cool. It's not what I and... want from the series, honestly. No, I've said, I've said it's not what I want times. either, but if they're able to tie a virus to the reason why these exist, yeah. then I think that's kind of cool, the way that they're like, if they do a fun twist on it, that's what I'm interested in for sure. But I'm, I'm curious of like, how long this has been going on in that area and you know so but we'll, we'll see we'll see how that ends up being but uh yeah i mean i think i'm definitely interested to see in the the new venue of what it's going to be and like i said i'm not particularly fond of uh spooky games especially specifically the first person ones don't even try to get me in the vr um <laughs> which i'm shocked they didn't really say anything about this one about being vr vr i, don't know I it... feel like the first one was very much like we got PlayStation VR, you need to do this. And this one sure, feels sure. less. We didn't get a bag this time, so we're not going to talk about it as much. <laughs> fair enough. Fair That's enough. how it feels to me. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I am interested, obviously, this that email, because I've heard from other people that also received that email. Mm. Um, I think Brittany and I, we joked about potentially like it could have been um, a Battle Royale. But it could be in the battle, but not in the battle royale, like in the traditional today. sense. God, but no, God. not in the traditional sense. But like everyone has to run to like the train station, and then the survivors that survive the train, like in the in this town, the city, and like sort of like okay, like everyone everyone has to like go to the escape route and make it there while fighting monsters and stuff along the way. So PvP like, as well. You're talking. It could be PvP. I'm just saying, like, that was just us spitballing. Like, what what would be a good idea for a Resident Evil Battle Royale? And I think it would be, like, the end of, like, Resident Evil 2, where there's a time limit, and you got to get to the end zone. If you don't make it to the end zone, you don't make the game. I, I mean, like the idea of a, of a gas coming into a tarn, and it's yeah. forcing you... It's forcing you to somewhere instead of a circle bringing you in. I like that idea, yeah. to be honest with you. But yeah. will they do it? Who knows? And to be honest with no, of you, course. I'm, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I'm in the subreddits. Resident Evil fans are going to shit all over it. Doesn't matter what it is. If it's, not, <laughs> if it's not what they want, let me tell you. If it's not single-player story-driven narrative yeah. survival horror, God, Resident Evil fans hate it. We hate it. I've got to admit, I want those, so. Yeah. 
I'm curious if there's any other Resident Evil news, if it is any Resident Evil 4 stuff. But also, don't forget, we have like three movie TV show projects that they could maybe slide in here. No, I don't think so. I think this is going to be strict yeah, about think so? the game. No, I think we'll get the game and we'll find out something about whatever this online game thing is. But again, it could be... Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah, who knows? But yeah, it could, it could be interesting. We'll see. We'll have to wait and yeah, see. For sure. Uh, next up, Bungie archives of old Halo stats, screenshots, and more is going offline next month. This one was taken Rest by IGN as well. Uh, Bungie announced that it will close its Halo archives in February, which means player stats, screenshots, and files from the developers, uh, developers Halo games will be gone forever. Detailed as part of the studio's weekly update blog post, Bungie explained on February 9th that halo.bungie.net website will be taken offline permanently. Player stats file screenshots from Halo 2, Halo 3, ODST, and Reach are currently stored on the website, although those archives have not been updated in almost nine years. Mario, a piece of history is leaving us. Yeah, rest rest in peace. Um... I visited that website many times. I've seen my screenshots, my stats, you know, my my KD. Yeah. Um, how awesome I used to be on Halo, and now it's going to not be record. What happened? Why'd you know. get rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Again, everyone look, everyone who listens to this know I have no affinity for Halo, unfortunately. If this was Gears, I'd probably be crying because I, I used to live on Gears. Um, sure, sure. But yeah, I wanted to put this out there for people. Obviously, go and get your, go and get your screenshots. Go and get your stats. It's stuff that you're going to want to keep, even if you keep it in a folder somewhere that you think yeah. you don't care. You're going to get old one day and be like, I want to be able to tell my kids I was good. So go and, go and get this information if you care about it. So. Yeah, make a slideshow of all of it and put that sad Fast and Furious song in front of it, and then boom! It's there you been go. a long day That's without right. you, my friend. You didn't think I'd keep going, did you? But I tell you <laughs> all. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Ubisoft's <laughs> Riders Replique has delayed. Uh, Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft's upcoming open world extreme sports multiplayer massive player ground Republic's Riders Rubbers Law. It doesn't even matter. Riders Republic has been yeah. delayed until 2021. Uh, previously set for Feb 25th. Um, I don't know why. Delayed until 2021. It is 2021. That makes it sound like it's so like far away know, right uh, previously set is set for february 25th pc uh, ps5 ps4 stadia and xbox series x and s um the developer announced its release has moved to later this year without giving a new release date or month the full statement is this hey riders in september we gave you a first look at our massive multiplayer playground in riders republic we promised an action-packed outdoor sports park filled with all filled with all-out mass races with more than 50 um 50 few riders on next-gen consoles a variety of the uh, diverse activities and insane stunts we can't wait to have you traverse our vibrant world and live out your own riders fantasy so there you have it um there's more but it's just them saying about how the game's been delayed are you excited for this one mario not excited how you feeling that no, face tells me everything <laughs> Yeah, this would have been a game that like I would have tried that Ubisoft Plus service mm-hmm. just to see it, and then play for it for like it's like Steep or any of those games where I'm like I've dabbled in it, but I've yeah. not been like I'm going to spend a lot of time here. The only game mode that looked anywhere near interesting was the Tony Hawk uh, graffiti mode that I saw in the trailer. Um, I know the blessings hype for this. 
as a fun joke for the first like couple days when I'll play with a bunch of friends if I get enough people to play this game. But otherwise, it's not something that appeals to me greatly. The battle royale mode seemed interesting. That big, do you remember they had the big? Hill, oh, they're running down the, the big mountain. hill thing. That that seemed interesting, <laughs> yeah. and maybe I always look at it from a content point of view. Right? I always like, oh, maybe I could get some good content out of that. Um, sure, sure. But other than that, I'm like, I played steep. I hated steep. I'm not gonna like yeah. this. So <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> like, um... I will. I'm the one thing I will say is I I do feel bad for them because I felt like you had a better sure. chance of me playing this in February compared to wherever they move this game to afterwards. Because yeah. there is so much coming out this year, and there's a bunch of stuff we don't even know about yet, that I'm sort of here yeah. like, huh, what's next? What's next for us? Like, And then obviously we get more delays, unfortunately. Uh, moving yeah, on. Hey, Hogwarts Legacy delayed until 2022. Harry Potter RPG Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed into 2022 in order to, quote, give the game the time it needs, end quote. In a statement on Twitter, a spokesperson explained, quote, we'd like to thank fans from around the world on the tumultuous reaction to the announcement of Hogwarts Legacy um, from our Portkey Games label, creating the best possible experience for all our Wizarding World and gaming fans um, in the Pantheon for us. So we are going, we're giving the game the time it is needs, it needs, sorry, Hogwarts Legacy will be released in 2022. Now, nah. I have a, um, a thought on this. Does the Go game need more time, or do they want people's minds to forget that J.K. Rowling said bad things about trans people, and she's a heinous woman? Yeah, I Which think that actually... I Honestly, yes. And, uh, you know, F. J.K. Rowling, that's just my personal 100%, guess. yep. <laughs> yep, 100%. Um, but also, yeah, I can absolutely see them doing that. Um, I also think any fixes and anything could also be done, which is great. Just optimize it like crazy. You have a whole year now. Um, thank you, at least, for putting that statement out. But yeah, 100%. I think we need to be separated from this person as much as possible. I know that they're what, they filming the movie, too, so there's they might be closer to tie it to that, which I think got delayed as well. Fantastic Beasts. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. Because they're, they're, yeah, they're doing four and five, like three and five, whatever, whatever, whatever number they're on, because um, they also had to recast Johnny Depp, if Johnny I'm not mistaken. Depp, yeah. So it probably makes more sense of them to tie it with that movie. Um, if that's what they're probably leaning it towards, but yeah, the separation I think will help. Um, there's a lot of, I think a lot of things that need some separation. I think this is probably something that could be one of them. I'm trying to see it in this year though, of what we, we got upcoming. And I mean, it's sure it's a blow, but then there's probably things that we still don't know that's going to happen later this year that yeah. will take up that time anyways. I've said, I am so torn on this game. I have trans friends and Laura obviously being one of them. Yeah. Um, Plenty of, people, plenty of people know and i will be trying my best to follow her lead on this um because i've said time and time again if this was a racist person and they were i think they were benefiting from it and they were we knew they were racist and they said disgusting things would i have the, would i keep the same energy would i be sitting on this podcast going we're, we're boycotting this game right so i have to take the lead from people that i know who this affects and figure out what the hell i'm gonna do with it i want I want to have this same conversation in 2022, though, when it's coming. I yeah. want to keep reminding people that J.K. Rowling probably is going to benefit from this game in terms of money, and we need to figure out how that sits with us as a society if we're going to support yeah. these type of people, especially in our industry. So, yeah, yeah. we have to um, wait and see and um, just yeah. keep having the, the conversations, I think. 
Yeah, and I, I have a lot more to say on that, but I think that's yeah. I think for the story as of now, that that's where yeah. it needs to be. Moving on, Lucasfilm Games announced uh, multiple projects um, in 2021, including EA Star Wars games. Uh, Lucasfilm Games have announced an open-world Star Wars game from Ubisoft and an Indiana, game, Indiana Jones game, which we had already spoken about. Uh, yeah. On StarWars.com, Lucas Games VP Douglas Riley explained that the recent Lucasfilm Games rebrand, quote, is really to communicate a communication of years of preparation to come out and say we're here we've got a team of people we're going to make a lot of great games and here are some new things you weren't expecting from us to do uh, that we are now starting to do and that's going to continue throughout the next year or so we're working uh, sorry we so we're where where that's what it says where we're going to uh, continue to announce projects that are more representative of the legacy of the old lucasfilm games that are now trying to live up to obviously the first one that comes out of this is ubisoft massives game um which was announced massive it's it's a massive announcement where where are you at on this obviously massive making a new rpg in the star wars world how does that make you feel uh, I mean, first of all, hey, the 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 tyranny is over for ten years of EA games that either have done very very poorly or now pretty successful. Yeah. Um. So, I think them no longer having the stranglehold on Star Wars is the biggest news. Um. But obviously, the fact that Ubisoft now is going to have a chance at the Star Wars mantle for the yeah for the first time I've seen. Um. In terms of massive as a company, in terms of their games, I mean, I I played Division One, I played Division a little bit of Division, but I actually never finished Division Two. Okay. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed my time in Division when Division One. However, I, I don't I hope. And then this is you know everyone's having their speculations and yes, people ga- game companies can make different games. We literally just said that about uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. How we don't want it to be a first person game, we want it to be a third person game. I'm sure that they could break out the box. I'm just I'm I haven't. I, I just wasn't as impressed by the massive games so far, so I'm very curious to see what they can do. And but then again, there's the other equation, which is the Ubisoft aspect of it, which very much I also have uh, expectations of Ubisoft games that I don't necessarily want in a Star Wars game, mm. um, including towers and synchronization points. You don't have, <laughs> I know they're not going to have that. that. Division doesn't. They're going to have that, that but so. most games, most of their games do. Like even the Far Cry games have that. Like you know. Again, but that's not massive. Massive don't have that. No, in, in it's not. Games. It's not that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm trying to conflict the two. Yeah, of like, yeah. Yeah, it's massive, and whatever they decide to do, and if they're going to break out their mold, then by all means, or it's going to be a live service game. You know, whatever they decide to do, we'll find out. Um, but then, of course, there's that Ubisoft caveat of like, well, there are going to be points in the map where you have to go do these things, and there's always something, which is fine. I just my thing is, I think a slimmer approach is where we should have these games, similar to like. Um, the last game they just did, uh, Respawn's game, uh, Jedi. Jedi I yeah. felt that it was a pretty concise, a concise version of what a Star Wars game could be, and I'm curious about what they're going to do with like an open world version of it. It's got to have to be filled with stuff, but I, I'm, I, I am, I am curious now where it's set in the timeline. I'm curious about, like, I, I, I don't know, like there wasn't a lot of details, which is fine. It's, but it gives us a lot of time to speculate. Yeah, for me, it's I'm actually more interested in a division say star wars game as someone who's sure. not i'm not i'm not a star wars guy like jar jar binks is my favorite star wars character that's not oh, a meme like people hate me for it i know i know um but seriously like for me it's 
to see massive move away from division, I think is a good thing. Cause I feel like I agree with you with division two. It was like, I beat both games. I loved the division one play a bunch of it. Me and Alfredo, yeah. like it was literally what we were doing all the time. I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning to play that game yeah. with him. Like every play single Gary, day. I played with Gary Weta for a while. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And then division two, it just didn't have that same love that it needed. So I'm interested to see them move on to something different. Massive. I'd love, because I want, again, I'm looking for my next game that I'm going to want to grind and grind and grind. And if you put it in the Star Wars world, I like the Star Wars world. I've just never, I've never quite, it's never quite got me like the way it does some people, like the way, obviously, super fans love that. I just want a, a nice open world game where I can tick off boxes and I can enjoy a Star Wars game for the first time. Don't make it, I don't need it to be smaller and I don't need, I don't even need story. Like, just give me a world I can play in where I can do sure. menial tasks and feel, and feel super, you know, that's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like I'm I'm curious of like what route we're gonna go with because I feel like Respawn's got the Jedi thing down. I don't yeah. think we keep, need to keep making Jedi games. No. Um, if you could be maybe bounty hunters or, but again, that treads to a, a lot of the past games that have been canceled. Like I don't think you can get Amy's away game. from that. I don't think you can. No matter what they do, they're gonna get compared to that yeah. because it's Star Wars. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what they do. It's going to get compared to Amy's old game. It's We know what we could have had, and we that's why a lot of people get upset, right? It's We saw yeah. that and was like, wow, that's what we were getting or we could have had, and then we didn't get that. You're like, oh, but that's, that's, that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was, And we don't know that it was it because we didn't get to play the damn thing. But you see this little vertical slice of it, and you're like, that was it. That's what we wanted. And <laughs> the thing with me with this whole, like, we're going to move on quickly, which is EA comments on making more Star Wars games after Lucas uh, film Ubisoft partnership. Yeah. Um, and EA have come out saying um, they're still working on games for, in the Star Wars world. We assume that's just Jedi. Um, and they do say for years to come. So sure. I like what they're doing with Star Wars now, though, taking it away from one company and letting it be like, hey, you've got a cool Star Wars idea. Let's hear it. And that's what they can now do with the with Lucasfilm uh, operating the way they are. I don't don't think it was a good idea giving Star Wars to EA for ten years and being like, "You're the ones that make Star Wars." Now we see what happened. It didn't work out the way people wanted it to. Now we get to have these, like you said, you want smaller experience? Cool. I want AAA multi uh, <laughs> like massive massive to make that game and then let and we can get all these different experiences that maybe will bring new fans in of the genre and of the series sure. so which is weird to say new fans when it comes to star wars but i swear people dislike there's a new star fan wars. every it's day me. there's me there's a new I dislike, fan every day you can turn me please try try, <laughs> try. um it was alluded to earlier in the show, but Cyberpunk 2077's upgrades uh, set for second half of 2021. Um, I don't want to go too much into this apart from we can talk about a little bit of... Did you see the apology video? I did watch the apology video. What did you think? So for those who don't know, Cyberpunk's um, co-founder, um, Mark... How do you say his name? Markin... Iwinski? Iwinski came out in a Twitter, a Twitter video, which also got posted to YouTube stuff, um, and said words like, own up, and uh, said the leadership team didn't take um, enough responsibility. They then went on to then criticize the QA team, though, and um, a few other things. It, uh, why would you come out and make an apology video where it starts really well and ends really poorly? <laughs> like I just I, it just didn't make sense to me obviously 
I think my thing is we put too much weight into companies and we we us consumers and whatever it is you want to call us influencers and stuff people hype this game up so high it was always going to foul like it was it was always going to foul did we know it was going to be a broken mess no but um i do think we need to we need to take a step back and remember these are companies and they are hard-working people that work at these companies. Leadership teams need to start taking a lot more responsibility. And um, whenever I see QA testers get thrown under the bus, it makes me feel sick, especially considering I know QA testers. It's the lowest point in the toting pile. They're the ones that get the crap work. They're the ones that sit there for hours upon hours testing the game. They are such a vital part of video games. And to see the video come out and it's like, the way it comes across to me is just so wrong. I don't know. I don't know how you felt watching it, but that's how I know. You, you nailed it out on the, on the head. Um, 100%. I was like, okay, cool. You're getting to this apology, but then you, you threw away the people that would have told you about all these problems mm-hmm. and probably did. And you did not listen to them and you proceeded forward. And like the top of your apology, you, it was the, 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 the blame was laid on you guys for yeah. making the decisions. Yep. So, I'm 100% like to throw to say things like that towards the people that are having to deal with these bugs on a daily basis and try to provide the information needed. I thought was really low. Yeah, it was. It annoyed the crap out of me. I just it, it rubbed yeah. me the wrong way, and I was just like, "Wow, like who proofed this afterwards?" I'm like that was a good idea. It's what always yeah. gets me. Like, who... All right, Sirens, chill out. Um, who proofed me? <laughs> like, who proofed this and was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't say that part. Nobody. <laughs> Clearly nobody. No. Games By with gold... Way, is this graphic what? good? We're not going to put any of the yeah. months on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> the, the graphic is just... Whatever. <laughs> it, it, it leaves them to them not have to be held accountable for anything. That's why they've done it. Yes. Is we'll get yeah. we will get to it, but we're not going to give you a date because we could miss that date. And look what happened with the game, which is delay, delay, delay. We don't want that with with fixes where people have paid hard money for it now. So, yeah, man, it's um, it's a shame. It's a real shame. Games with gold this month. You've got Little Nightmares, January 1st to January 31st. Dead Rising, January 16th to February 15th. And Kings of Fighters, January 1st to January 15th. Breakdown, January 16th to January 31st. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Mario. What are you going to plug this week, my friend? Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you want to go to youtube.com slash DualShockers, you should see a plethora of new videos that are coming out this week. Uh, Ricky Frag doing his uh, fun videos called The First 30s, which is just him ranting over uh, very indie games and just sort of giving his commentary and playing the game for the first time. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you have our discussion videos, which is, is basically podcast form and topics. Um, we have the Indiana Jones discussion, and of course, we have a Star Wars discussion. Um, we also have some videos like our editorial team uh, just did a preview for uh, Persona 5 Strikers. I keep forgetting the name of that game. It's Persona yeah, 5 Strikers. Persona 5 Strikers, um, which, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, if you uh, like Scott Pilgrim want to hear about Scott Pilgrim, we have Nick and Cameron Hawkins talking about Scott Pilgrim. So there's a whole lot of stuff you can find at the YouTube, um, which, of course, we have months and months of stuff, months of conversations. So if you liked the game last year, maybe we'll have a conversation about it that you'd want to listen to. Um, and then, of course, you can find me, you know, that Mario Vera on Twitter. I'm uh, eating followers like uh, Galactus, so I'm very excited about that. And then <laughs> twitch.tv slash that Mario Vera. 
Nice. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, this uh, was a great honor. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. You know where to find me. Um, what are we pushing this week? Uh, more MC Fixer. YouTube.com slash more MC Fixer. Got a second channel. Got myself. We got Nick working on it, who is our editor for that channel pretty much at the moment. Um, gameplay. It's what people have been asking for, but I moved it over to a separate channel. Main channel content's sure. coming soon, but you will see that very, very soon. But yeah, youtube.com slash more MC Fixer. If you haven't subscribed to that, I'm a hundred plus. Let's hit a thousand. Let's go for it. Let's grind it out. Um, if you do enjoy my content, and you want to see my Twitch streams turn into well-edited videos, that is the place to go. So thank you all for watching once again. And until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbyes.